end of the line. Episode 8. Mona. Your daughter is an entitled little shit, is what I wanted to say. But when you're a private teacher and coach, that's career suicide. Although it might do her good to hear the truth for once. Not just her, all of them. They're all too busy trying to be liked that they're so scared of being judged. Children of the world, please take notice. Do not listen to your parents. Stand the fuck up for yourselves. I don't know. Nothing seems as important to me as it did when I was 20. What happened to us? An entire generation raised on South Park and Family Guy, and now we're too shit-scared of saying the wrong thing in case some kid gets offended. Well, screw them. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just trying to help kids grow up. Parents are the last people kids need in their lives. The parents are too busy living a fake online life built around their children, or they're wondering if I'm fully equipped to teach without actually having any kids of my own. Trust me, I am absolutely the right person you want teaching your entitled little snot-nosed punk. Because from me, at least they get the truth. From you, they either get pushed down a road they don't belong, or worse, They get encouraged and told they can be anything they want to be, even if they suck at it. So by the time they get to my class, they're either already fucked up because they're scared to tell their mom they don't want to be a fucking professional singer, or they're so used to getting their own way that they go into meltdown the second someone tells them no. The kids I coach, they've never been told no. It's like they've never lived in the real world. They have no idea how hard and brutal this industry can be. I don't blame them, and I do try to help them, because in a way, I feel sorry for them. They have no idea what lies ahead. They have no idea how worried they should be about their future. Being a teacher, I mean, that's not the issue. I've never wanted kids even when I was one. Are you afraid of giving birth? Because you can get the best pain relief for that these days. No, I am not afraid of that. I can do something about being pregnant. Disease. That's what I am shit scared of. You know how many people have herpes in this country? Well, it's a lot. And that's scary. I actually thought about that recently. I met this guy at a party. I liked him. He seemed surprised that I taught kids, but actually didn't want any of my own. Dude, we just met, so why are we talking about this? But he was cute, and I kind of admired him when he said, So hey, if you're not looking for a serious relationship, we can just, you know... Have some fun. Usually, a woman not wanting kids is a huge turnoff for some guys. I mean, I've often considered lying and saying, Sure, I want kids. I love kids. I would love to have your kids someday. 
and then I wake up the next morning and drop the bombshell. Sorry, dude. I lied. I lied for cock. Guys do it all the time. No problem. You don't want kids? Neither do I. Relax. I'm way too young to think about all that. And then we date a couple of times, and I'd never hear from them again. Ghosted. By the way, when did that become a thing? This guy I told you about? He was fine. It was his brother that was the problem. I'd actually met him a few weeks prior. And he was cute, full of shit, but cute. And he hit on me. A lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Scary, aggressive lot. That's okay. I don't mind confidence. But just don't be an asshole. He reacted very badly when I met his younger brother, and we hit it off. And when he found out how old I was, that's when things turned. So, hey, Mona, how old are you? Uh, okay, so what the fuck? When did that become a thing? How old am I? What are you, a fucking bartender? But I told him, mid-30s. He, the younger brother, I mean, he was fine. I mean, he was just looking to have some fun and getting to know me. But his asshole brother wades in immediately with, Bro, you need someone younger. Do you really want someone in their mid-30s raising your kids? She'll be like mid-50s by the time they go to college. He said all this shit in front of me! I at least say it behind my back like a normal, decent human being. Just because I teach kids doesn't mean I actually like them. And just because I won't sleep with someone doesn't give them the right to tell their kid brother what to do. Now, I don't know which one of those things pisses me off more. But what I do know is this. We need to help kids stand up for themselves. We should help them understand that likes are not a substitute for affection or a normal goddamn relationship. The only relationship you should really care about is you and you. Because when this shit goes down, and trust me, it is going to go down in a big fucking way, you don't want to reach the end realizing that every time some fucker wasted ten minutes of your life, nine and a half minutes of that was your fault. The day after the party, that's when I realized I'd given her entitled little fucker of a daughter way more than nine and a half minutes. All I had said was that I had some thoughts on how she could improve. And not joking, within 10 seconds, her mother was on the phone giving me crap about the fact her daughter was crying and how overly sensitive her daughter was and how she needed to be surrounded by positivity and support. I kindly explained that I was being supportive. I was just trying to help her get better. But no, she wouldn't have it. So I snapped. I lost my shit and did what I should have done from the very start. I was honest. I told her that if her daughter went into the world thinking that she was as good as everyone told her she was, then she'd never get better and that she'd be eaten up and spat out within five minutes. 
And if that happened, I would not be doing my job as a teacher. So I told her I wasn't going to teach her kid anymore. I fired the pair of them and kissed goodbye to a good chunk of my income. But screw it. I felt better. And my conscience is now clear. We're supposed to be the grown-ups. And yet we hand out prizes to kids for simply showing up. We tell them they're amazing when they're crap. And then we wonder why they break when they finally learn the truth about the world. Jesus Christ. Parents. You say this is the end of the line. Didn't you know? Mona was played by Romy Park. The episode was written and directed by Mark Haywood. Production and editorial support by Hetty Hodgson. Music by Daisy Chute and Carrie Ann from The Herd Collective. The episode was recorded at Clear Lake Recording Studios in Los Angeles and edited by Pocket Blockbuster. The End of the Line is an Ink Jockey production. But this is nothing.